Hey guys, Andy here, and welcome to the first Android Andy UK podcast. It is the 19th of November 2017, and uh, I don't know, I'd been thinking of doing a podcast for, for a little while really, I suppose, and I thought, well, let's just give it a go. I don't know if anyone's going to be interested, anyone's going to want to listen to it or not, but uh, here we are. So, big news for me this week is the Pixel 2 XL. If you subscribe to my YouTube channel, you'll know about this already. Um, I'm going to start off, though with the story behind the collection. Um, as I was rather annoyed with the UK Mail, they texted me on Monday saying, the phone's coming tomorrow. I thought, brilliant, amazing. That's actually a day or two earlier than I was thinking it would be. So in the text, though, you get a link that you, you click on or you tap on your phone, and you get an option of changing the delivery date or collect from depot. So I selected collect from depot because I knew I was going to be at work. So I got out of work a little bit early, drove 45 minutes over to uh, Enfield, where the depot is and I got there at about quarter past five now the first problem was the postcode on their website is now incorrect so I went to the postcode and it was just some car park next to actually DPD rather than UK mail um, there was a guy there that explained to somebody else where UK mail was um, so I got out of the car and I went and I said oh well you just explained where UK mail yeah yeah to go down there turn right blah, blah, blah. brilliant thanks very much hop back in the car drove around didn't take long to get there it was you know it was in the right sort of area um, but as I was parking up at UK Mail, I realised that my Ring video doorbell said three minutes ago someone was at your front door, and I had this sinking feeling inside. That, oh my god, they've tried to deliver it at home still. Tap on it, sure enough, there's a delivery man trying to deliver the parcel. So I thought, oh, well, I'm going to go in and check. Maybe it's something else. Maybe my brother's ordered something. Who knows? So I've gone into the uh, reception area. There's kind of five or six other people in there already, and I'm um, saying to the guy, you know, "Have you rung the doorbell? Yeah, I've rung the bell. They said we're going to wait ten minutes." Gonna do what? Well, there's no one around that can help at the minute. We've got to wait 10 minutes. Okay, so waited 10 minutes. Somebody arrived, took some of the numbers. I uh, took my number, in fact. Oh, I think I've seen yours, they said. She said, All right. Off she goes. Came back, No, we, we can't We can't find it at the moment. And so I explained that, you know, I, I think you've tried to deliver it to me at home, even though I said I was coming to collect it. Oh, all right, let me try and ring the delivery man. So off she's gone again. Now, each time she went away, it was a, a, probably 10 or 15 minutes before she came back again. Oh, I've been. I've rung him five times. He's he's not answering. We don't know what's going on. Okay. Uh, well, I'll keep trying, I guess. So I'm hanging around. It's been about half an hour by this point. Um, and the sort of I suppose the shorter version is each time somebody appeared, I'm questioning. They're not really sure what's going on. At one point, the lady tried to tell me, "Oh, the driver was was here at five o'clock today." So he can't have been at quarter past five. Here he is in Barnet trying to deliver my parcel. Oh. Oh. Okay. Off she goes again, comes back later. And basically, an hour and 40 minutes later, um, they say, they basically said, oh, he's, we can't find out. Let's take your phone number, we'll ring you. Well, uh, surely I'm, I'm surely the driver's going back soon. I'd rather wait and we just get off him. Oh, no, the driver's been and gone. What do you mean he's been and gone? I don't know, he's been and he's dropped his paperwork off and he's gone. So while I've been sitting here waiting, you've let him come back, drop his paperwork and go? Yeah, all right, well... Just, I guess, just go and get off his my parcel off his van then. No, he's taking the van with him. What? I was quite angry. Um, so at that point, obviously, you know, I, I, I expressed my displeasure with their service and left. Um, I spoke to Google when I got home. They weren't particularly interested because it was still within the delivery window, so they weren't really. I mean, I was, I guess, I was hoping they might have offered me some uh, Google Play Store credit or something as by way of goodwill for wasting. I mean, basically three hours of my evening, including the driving time. Anyway, so in the morning I thought, John, I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to go because someone else had said actually on a forum that they they have to at least try one delivery. So I figured, okay, well, 
I guess they're holding it for me now. So I went back over there on my bike, and sure enough, they had it. So I was able to pick it up. Then it was <laughs> then it was a race against time to get the unboxing recorded before I had to head off to work. Anyway, on to actual thoughts about the device. I've only been using it for a few days, but I mean, I do like I do like the feel of it in the hand. It's a, I think it's a very nicely designed. I know some people they don't like the design. So I've got the Panda version, which is white with the black window at the top. Um, and the front generally looks very black, but with a white trim around the outside. And then you have this sort of almost salmon-coloured power button as a bit of an accent on the edge. Um, and I really like the look of it. A lot of people, well, not a lot of people, some people don't. But, you know, the reason I bought it was because I do. And it does feel good in the hand. It feels quite thin. thin. It's, it is um, the same thickness all the way up as opposed to last year's Pixel XL, which kind of slightly wedge-shaped to fit in the camera. There is a slight camera bump on this. The camera being one of the big pulls to this device. It's the highest rated camera on DXO website with a 98 or something. Um, beating the, I think 94 might have been the best before that. And it is, it's very apparent very quickly that the camera is amazing. Uh, they managed to do portrait mode, which is one where if you take a picture of somebody's head, like a portrait picture, it blurs out the, all the kind of background. Uh, a bit like a DSLR, high range, expensive DSLR camera would. And they managed to do that with just one lens. That's quite clever. Um, the front-facing camera seems very good as well. It's generally the camera's awesome. The sort of contentious point is the screen. There's been a lot of talk on the internet about it, uh, and it's blue shift or it's blue tint. So when you're looking at it head-on, it looks fine. When you start tilting it very quickly, it gets quite a cold look to it, especially if you put like a uh, you know if you were to view just a white image on the screen. Um, very quickly, you see that turning a bit blue as you angle the phone. So again, I did, for those of you that subscribe to my YouTube channel, I did a video all about the screen, looking at all the different aspects. And yeah, you definitely can see the blue the blue tint when you uh, when you angle it. Um, it had been commented elsewhere that this might be kind of a side effect to the type of screen that basically um, resists, no, I don't know what the word would be. It basically lets you see it better with polarized sunglasses. Um, if you have polarized sunglasses, your screen looks quite a bit darker, but on this particular screen, it doesn't, it's nice and bright. So I, I figured actually that'd be quite good when you're driving, quite often when I'm driving, I can't see the, the sat-nav very well, the phone, sorry, I should say Google Maps. Um, and this screen should hopefully be nice and clear for that. I did test that in the video. It's surprising actually how much the old Pixel XL goes almost totally black as you sort of rotate the polarizing lens. Um, so I will be doing my full review in the next couple of days. It may, depending on when you listen to this, it may already be out. Check out my YouTube channel, Android Under UK. Um, the other news phone-wise this week for the UK was the Razer phone is, is now released. So you can buy it £700 from Razer themselves. I think it's razorzone.com by the looks of this. Um, or you can get it for £600 SIM-free from 3. So the Razer phone, it's, it's Razer, the people that do sort of keyboards, mouse, uh, mice, sorry, and all that sort of thing. And it's it's billed as the, a phone for gamers. So not a gaming phone, but a phone for gamers. The big selling point is the the screen, the 120 hertz screen, um, which apparently gives it just buttery smooth operation throughout the whole the whole OS, and obviously is going to be very nice for for gaming on as well. Um, other things, the sound specification, so it's got two relatively big looking front facing stereo speakers with Dolby Atmos, um, and when you listen to things through the headphones, the hardware is certified by THX, so. You would imagine that's going to sound pretty good. Um, it's got a Snapdragon 835 with 8 gig of RAM. So again, it's it's for gamers. Gamers generally are going to know about and want to know about uh, specs. There's not much said about the 
camera, but it is f1.7, well, 12 megapixel f1.7 wide-angle lens and a two-times telephoto lens. Um, but I don't know much about the quality of that. So, I mean, it sounds very interesting, and it's not a bad price. So if you pick one up for 600 from 3, that's a pretty top-end, high-spec uh, phone for, for £600. So, sounds interesting, sounds promising. I'd love to get my hands on one and have a play, but that's unlikely to happen, unfortunately, unless uh, unless Razer offered to send me one. So, yeah, something to keep your eyes out for or look into further yourself if you think you might be interested. I've also received a well i've bought a google home mini this week so i did a done a video on that today uh, it's actually a very good device if you don't use your google home or you don't need a google home for listening to music if you just want to use it to operate lights and your, the temperature or just ask questions of then the mini is really very good the speaker's surprisingly loud it's just not got bass if you want to play music it just doesn't have bass um Obviously, you can group them up. Oh, sorry, obviously, you might not know. But you can group up if you've got more than one. So I've actually got three Google Home devices now. We've got, at the moment, there's two in the living room and one in my bedroom, but it will be one in the kitchen, one in the room, and one in my bedroom. Uh, but you can set up a group, and you can play music to that group so it all plays it all at the same time, very nicely synced, um, which is quite clever. And actually sounds really good if you get a couple of them in the same room. I mean, I suppose if you wanted, you could get three or four of them in the same room. It probably sounds really good if they're the, the full-size Google Homes. Um, but the impressive thing is they dropped the price. So it's normally £50 for the Mini and 130 for the regular. And they've come down to £34 for the Mini and £79 from the regular. So I got mine from John Lewis, um, which obviously will have a good guarantee and all that sort of things as well. So definitely, well, I mean, the Google Home Mini, that at £34 is a, is a pretty good Christmas present option, I would imagine, for friends and family. So check that one out. Um, other interesting thing that's been in the news this week has been the Tesla event. I don't know if you saw that, but Elon Musk was on stage showing his couple of new trucks. Now, these are, you know, the big old trucks that pull big old trailers across America. Um, but this thing, without the payload, can do 0 to 60 in five seconds. Five seconds! That's ridiculous! Um, and with the payload, it's still, I forget if it was 12 or 20, but I mean, they showed like a a graphic of the Tesla truck against a regular truck, and it you know it just left it behind. It was ridiculous, really. Uh, quite impressive, five hundred mile range as well, I believe. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Also, they released so they did a oh one more thing type uh, type thing at the end was their new roadster. So I think they've done a roadster in the past, but it was a bit of a bodge together of. I mean, I think it might, I don't know if it was a Lotus body or what, and they just kind of rammed a electric motor into it. But this is built ground up by Tesla. This thing can do 0 to 60 in 1.9 seconds. 1.9 seconds. I mean, that beats, I mean, I think pretty much all supercars there are. And that's the standard spec. You can get things that's going to boost it even quicker. I, mean, I don't even know how you get the power down when it's kicking out that much torque. Um, also, has a 600 mile range. I mean, that's craziness. I, th I think the best tests at the minute uh, are around 300. And uh, most electric cars are kind of. 120, 150, I think. So to have all that performance in a 600 mile range, just ridiculous. Um, it is going to cost you though, 200 grand, 200 thousand dollars, and there's like a, well, it's not going to be released till 2020 either. Uh, and I, from what I understand, there's only about a thousand of them made. So if uh, I don't know, there aren't, you're not going to see many of them being driven around. Put it that way, I suppose. Um, that's it really for the tech stuff. I do like to watch a bit of TV, and I thought I'd like to talk about TV shows that I'm watching in the podcast too. So I've just started watching something called The Deuce, or The Deuce, maybe, 
which is created by David Simon. You may have heard of him because he was the guy behind The Wire, which obviously is amazing TV. If you haven't seen it, you you really should. It, much like The Wire, the juice can be a bit slow as well, though. So just bear that in mind. You might start off thinking, Ugh. Uh, in fact, I'm only, I think, maybe five episodes into the eight episodes that they've done so far because I've only had the one season of The Juice. Um and it's uh, and it is it can be a bit slow, but you're sort of enjoying the story and how it's being told. I suppose it stars James Franco as uh, well two characters, Frankie and Vincent Martino, twins. Uh, who are I mean he's a he's a sort of a club well pub owner in New York. That's it looks like well from what I've seen so far, he's getting involved in some of the, with some of the sort of New York gangsters. The actual sort of tagline for the show is. I look at life in New York City during the 1970s and 80s when porn and prostitution were rampant in Manhattan. And it is, it is so far, it's been a lot about prostitutes and prostitution. It's not one you just sit down to watch with your parents, perhaps. Um, it's a little graphic in places. Um, and as I say, they just released one season. I'm kind of watching my way through, but it, it shows a lot of promise. We'll see how season one goes, I suppose. But uh, yeah, just one to, one to be aware of. And then I think Friday... Uh, Netflix released uh, The Punisher, which is, of course, the latest Marvel comic book adaption, starring John Bernthal as Frank Castle, who is The Punisher. And again, it's just the first season's been released. I've literally just watched the first episode earlier today, and uh, was really impressed. For a first episode, I thought it might be a bit sort of setting the scene and building things up, but it kicks right off with with some action and uh, and kind of carries on with some action right the way through the episode. So holding out a lot of hope for that because Daredevil fantastic if you haven't seen it I mean especially even if you're not a massive superhero show fan you probably want to have a look at Daredevil really very good um, the other ones I wouldn't so heartily recommend you I'm not saying you wouldn't enjoy them but when I say the other ones I'm talking about Jessica Jones um, Luke Cage and I've not even seen uh, uh, what's the other one Iron Fist I just I don't know they 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 all pale in comparison to me to Daredevil, which is very good. Um, two seasons into Daredevil, I think. So big hopes for the Punisher. Hopefully that will be of a uh, similar quality. And then another show, kind of quite different to the first two, that I'm just going to give a bit of a shout out to is Kevin Can Wait, which is a comedy starring Kevin James. And I went and I started watching it because I was thinking about King of Queens. Uh, and the first season, generally not so good. I thought it was a little bit forced at times and just, yeah, just not that great. And then right at the end of season one, they brought back in Leah Rimin- Rimini, if that's how you say it, which was his wife in King of Queens, um, as his as his ex-cop partner. Um, and all straight away, you could see the chemistry again and just how well they work together. Fantastic. So kind of quite mysteriously between season one and season two, they killed off Kevin's wife in the show. Um, and in season two, he's kind of partners up with Leah Rimini to uh, run a business, basically. And it's kind of, it's just gone back to being a King of Queens 2 now, which sounds maybe a little bit poor but at the same time actually it's a much funnier show now and really those two together are just fantastic so if you're looking for a new comedy it's worth a try it's not i'm not saying it's the best coming out there's other stuff that i watched that you could argue is a bit better like big bang theory and modern family but um just one that's in quite early stages only a few episodes into season two uh, so it might be worth checking out so that's pretty much it pretty short and sweet what are you about sort of almost the 16 minute mark I'm not really sure what I'm going to do with these going forward. I'd love to get some other people involved so that we can uh, 
pool knowledge and news and, and discuss things but otherwise it's just something that i'm thinking to throw out if i can i'll do it weekly i'll do it every weekend but if you subscribe using whatever your favorite podcast player is then obviously if i just kick one out midweek then obviously you would get it delivered to your phone um ready to be listened to so uh, do let me know if you have any thoughts or comments email me at mail at androidandy.uk um and i can uh I could read out your email or I could answer your questions or whatever. If you don't follow me on you or subscribe to on YouTube, check me out there, Android Andy UK. For now, I'll uh, catch you again soon.